a look at golf from our region and beyond. This is Goldie Bounce Golf. Here's your host, Liza Churchill. My guest today is nationally recognized golf course architect Brian Silva. Brian's been designing new golf courses and renovating existing ones for over 25 years. Having restored dozens of America's most revered courses to their original glory, Brian Silva Design is an industry leader in the interpretation of classic vintage design. Silva's original designs incorporate classic design features in a modern context. For example, Black Rock Country Club and Hingham. Brian, how did you get started in golf course design? Well, my dad used to build golf courses. Um, he was the guy who ran the bulldozer, and he shaped the greens, tees, and bunkers. And ever since I could remember, I wanted to run equipment like my dad. And my dad didn't really want me to do that kind of work. I don't know if, if he wanted me to do something better or something different. So since I was about 12 or 13 years old, I wanted to be a golf course architect. And I had known Jeff Cornish since I was a kid because my dad worked on a lot of his projects. And Mr. Cornish suggested that someone with an interest in design should uh, go to turf school and then get a bachelor's in landscape architecture and work on golf courses. And back then I used to listen to what people told me, and that's exactly what I did. And I taught school for five years. and was a USGA green section agronomist visiting golf courses throughout New England for a couple of years. And then in 1983, Mr. Cornish asked me to go to work with him. So that's my story. Oh, so uh, Jeffrey Cornish was your first partner? Yes, he was. In 83, uh, Jeff asked me if I'd like to uh, go into work with him and and uh, have a company that was called Cornish and Silva. And that's uh, typically how uh, uh, someone gets started in golf course design. If you're Jack Nicholas or Arnold Palmer and you have that great visibility, you know, you can just call yourself a golf course architect when you want to. But uh, for the rest of us mere mortals, it's more of the apprentice system like in Great Britain or Scotland where you train and learn the ropes under someone. And in the case of Jeff and I, uh, we worked together for 25 years. In other situations, people learn the ropes and then go off on their own, but it's kind of hard to be uh, a regular guy and put out a shingle and call yourself a golf course architect without that apprentice system type of approach. Uh, your first original design was the Captain's Golf Course in Brewster with uh, Cornish? Yes, it was. The, that was the first course uh, that I... Um, pretty much handled uh, the project from soup to nuts with Jeff looking over my shoulder. Your design inspiration, um, where do your design ideas come from? Um, they're called vintage mixed with modern. Do you have a vision? Do you see them in your head? or? Well, it's a, it happens in a lot of different ways. Um, if I had this to do over again, and I saw a lot of golf courses growing up. I saw a lot of golf courses when I worked for the USGA. I taught at a place called Lake City Community College in Florida, and in the summer I would travel throughout the southeast visiting my students at golf courses they worked. I think it's really important to see as many golf courses as you can. And sometimes you take pictures of them. Sometimes you make notes about them, what you like or, or, or things that you're uh, 
fascinated by, but I think a lot is you just catalog it in your mind. And I'm of the belief that there's only a hundred original golf holes in the world, and every other one is an adaptation of one of the originals. So if you can see a lot of golf courses, and if you can look beyond how nice and green the grass is and how clean the sand is in the bunker, if you can look back to kind of the skeleton of the golf hole and see what that does in terms of the way it should be played and the different routes of play, um, I think that helps a lot. And uh, my foundation is, uh, to a great extent, the more vintage courses of the teens and the 20s uh, in the United States and the Scottish courses, because I really think they have all the keys or the secrets or the templates of good golf course design. And and like you mentioned, you then have to um, mix that into uh, the way the game is played today and the grass types that you use and the contemporary methods of construction. But I I think it all starts with the vintage courses. Um, you refer to the Golden Age architect? Yeah, that would be, you know, people like Donald Ross and Charles Blair McDonald and Alistair McKenzie. You know, those are the ones that we all know, but there were also uh, tremendously talented people who didn't do as many courses as those fellows, whether it was William Flynn or Langford and Moreau in the Chicago area or Styles and Van Cleek in New England. They all were extremely, extremely talented architects who had a closer connection to the links of Scotland. You know, guys like Ross came from the links of Scotland, but many of them studied the links of Scotland as, as kind of a tutorial on how to design golf courses. You've done some high-end re- renovations um, on some celebrated courses like the Donald Ross designs. Um, do you find it quite an honor to be able to have done that? I sure do. Uh, you know, probably uh, uh, the first most... Uh, oh, golly, they would shrink if they heard me say this. Illustrious <laughs> course was Seminole, and I'd worked at Biltmore Forest, and and I'll be at Interlock and next week in Minnesota, which is a great Ross course where the Women's Open was last year. Uh, the main thing, they're really learning experiences because a lot of these celebrated courses now are interested in getting back more to their roots design-wise, and they'll come up with vintage aerial photography or old plans, original plans, and you... In just a couple minutes, you see how sharp um, these original architects were in terms of uh, different uh, methods of play on the same hole, alternate routes of play, strategy. And you also see that their work was different than what we think it is when we see it today. And that's because so many of their courses have been stripped of 20, 30, 40, 50 of their bunkers, uh, some of the more unusual greens have been flattened out and changed. And you see that these vintage architects were doing some mildly radical stuff that's aesthetically effective and very effective strategically. Brian, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your design vision um, and inspiration with us. Well, it was my pleasure. As you can see, once I get started, 
Um, my enthusiasm for my craft is a, is a difficult thing for me to stop. No, thank you so much. It was great. Listen to Goldie Bounce Golf on the radio, Wednesday and Thursday mornings at 611 and Friday afternoons at 350. Heard exclusively on 95.9 WATD.